Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises by your favorite co-host, Kevin Costello. I am joined today, as always, by my partner in crime, the mayor of Tampa, not a cake, Anthony Dietrich. Anthony, how are you doing today? I am exhausted. I worked a 10-hour shift, and I went to the gym for the first time in three months. You will not get woody remarks. I will sound like computer. Goodbye. Fair. And as always, by our other favorite co-host, Mr. Just Ate an Entire Village Worth of Food, Jeremy Methfield. How you doing? Um, full. Long <laughs> day at work. Double cheeseburger, fried cauliflower, some cheesy fries. Oh, nap I time. A, I picked a great time to start dieting because I'm going to eat tofu and chicken nuggets. Yikes. Yeah. This, this episode is pretty much brought to you by everyone being either tired from a long day or me who's about to consume about a thousand calories worth of mac and cheese. So if you hear any background noise, that's it. Uh, but anyways, we are coming coming off a another weekend where we're just kind of baffled by the winners we get in NASCAR. And it's been mm-hmm. so nice, guys. I mean, what is what were your thoughts? I guess we'll start with the Cup Series. William Byron now win number two, and a man who was at twenty-five to one odds to win the race is technically the highest or the best odds or worst odds. How do you describe it? Anyways, he was the least long shot winner we've had this season in the Cup Series, and that's saying a lot. First of all, I want to say this: I think this is a race right now on this podcast. See who passes out first: me, you, or Methy. Fair. So, <laughs> well, let's just keep that one in mind. Race against time, beat the clock. Um, I would just want to say congratulations to Toucan Sam on his wonderful victory at Homestead. Um, <laughs> you know that Fruit Loops car looks fantastic. Uh, I just can't believe. Like we could talk all we want about Will Byron. Um getting his second career win at a track I didn't think that he was even that good at. Uh, But let's just take a moment to realize that Michael McDowell got another top 10 to start the season. There are two drivers in the Cup Series this year who have had top 10s in both races. I don't know who the other one is. Kevin Harvick. 
Oh, wow. Under the radar. <laughs> and Michael freaking McDowell. I mean, it's been... Like, I, I still say he's Dark Horse material for our inevitable picks later on, but man, he is he's turning some heads. And, like, obviously he's locked into the playoffs, assuming there's not more than 16 winners, which honestly with this season, he, dude, with the I don't know. With the way I don't it's know. going, he could point his way in, honestly, if we had more than 16 winners. He's, right? he's starting off very strong. And you think about this schedule, I just, like, before we go back into things, you have more road courses. Michael McDowell is a good road course driver. Um, we have interesting wild card um, short tracks. We have a track that no one's been to on Cup Series with Nashville. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of variables that, I mean, Michael McDowell could be sitting very pretty. We were, I was having a conversation last night, and we were halfway joking. There's a way Michael McDowell could literally find his way into the championship four and accidentally win the championship. Just saying. Like, it's they're, they're, this season is i mean they weren't kidding this is kind of the best season ever i mean in terms of unpredictability for sure i'm loving it oh yeah matthew i can see him possibly luck not lucking obviously luck's not the right word because obviously he's got performance where he didn't before he's in the playoffs i can definitely see somebody like ford or the engine supplier or somebody be like holy cow we need to put some more money into him and this team to better represent us i'm looking at the schedule now charlotte the Roval, mm-hmm. Talladega, mm-hmm. they're all in the round of eight. I can see him making the round of eight, but with Texas, Kansas, and Martinsville making mm-hmm. up the uh, transfer to Final Four, I don't see him making the Final Four, but he, round of eight, definitely a possibility. He was very good at Martinsville last year in the uh, spring race, I just want to point out. So it's <laughs> not out of the realm of possibility. No, Michael it's not. And, and if they go to Phoenix, the three leaders just wreck each other, and Michael McDowell is just out there winning a Mickey Mouse championship. Like, I mean, someone's got to win it. Yeah. Might as well yeah, be him. Someone's, someone's technically got to be champion, even if the other drivers don't want to be. Like, mm-hmm. it's got to happen, man. Carl Edwards didn't want to be a champion. It's crazy <sighs> how that works. You know, as a Tony Stewart fan, <laughs> I was fine with that. <laughs> that was, wow, a little too soon. Yeah. I uh going back to the race. Yeah, I was gonna say more from the cup race. I mean, not only do we have a surprise, somewhat surprised Victor, but a somewhat surprised second place as well, Tyler Reddick with mm-hmm. his best career finish in the cup series. And man, I don't know about y'all, but those last 30 laps, I wasn't even watching the racing on the screen. I was just watching the time interval. And Reddick was mm-hmm. he was all right, 15 seconds back, okay, <laughs> 10 seconds, and then he's Tied for, you know, in that second place battle. And I, I'm telling you, dude, if he would have had gotten by Larson and Truex, I, he got held up by a couple laps. He might have been on yeah. the for a Byron. He was doing a, he was making up a second per lap. I think with yeah. nine to go, he was nine seconds back. I'm like, no way he's going to catch him. Yeah. Like six to go, he was four seconds back. I'm like, he, if he needs, he needs to get by these guys immediately. And then, uh, you know, it goes back to the package. Like, I was happy to see. This time around, they had an easier time passing, but that's still, it wasn't like they were going to get the pass done. Like, the, the package worked great for, like, decent racing, but for a guy like Tyler Reddick, he legitimately just lost momentum and wasn't going to mm-hmm. catch the leader. But honestly, I mean, what a performance by him. Just yeah. outstanding. The most impressive thing about he that did. is he caught, no, it's not that he caught people, it's people who he caught and passed. I mean, Larson, we know, is... An absolute phenom at Homestead. And he drove by him. Yeah. And, like, Larson rips the fence. Then uh, the, uh, Matthew, no, who is, the, ripping the, fence, who is the guy on the, uh, the NASCAR subreddit who always posts the, the weekly cartoon? Uh, <laughs> Bruno, it's in Portuguese. I don't know his name. Give me one second. 
Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Yes. Do Bruno. Perfect. So his graphic this week had Redick literally ripping the fence, and I mean, like on the catch fence, and it felt like he was doing that. Like what yeah. a what a drive! Great to see him have uh, success, and then other great runs throughout the field. Ryan Newman with a top ten finish, first time on a mm-hmm. non. Uh, Plate track or super speedway, whatever you want to call it, since 2019 for that team. So Rouse, Rouse, Busher, speed. Busher winning another, stage one. Yeah, that was a shame. Yeah, he got caught in I think a bad restart and just never had the car to like mm-hmm. drive through the field. Like I think what happened was they had that thing set up to lead because I mean he tore through the field in the first stage, but as soon as the sun went down, like he just, that car was just non-existent. It's a shame. Because, I mean, that's another Roush Fenway engine like um, McDowell that, honestly, I was expecting a good finish. And he ended up in 19th. Like, at least he got good points. Like, he's a driver that if, obviously, there's less than 16 winners, like, he's on the bubble there. But, um, I mean, good good job for him getting that first stage win of the season. Like, was, uh, probably welcome career. to the no, clash. No, he has won it. I think he got a Talladega stage one. Yeah, he did year. get a Talladega stage one last year. But like in a season, like we said, which is so much unpredictability in terms of the winners, when we come to the playoffs, there's going to be some guys who are going to be hurting for playoff points. And that's one playoff point that no one's going to have, assuming Busher yeah. doesn't make it. We're just putting that in right now. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I mean, let's we'll say see. a guy like Kyle Busch misses the round of eight by one point. Not that Could he would have won this stage for sure. Or maybe he gets in by one point and like a guy like Denny Hamlin you know, misses that cup by one point, you look at this stage and you're like, damn, that could have been the the one point they needed, but no, Chris Fletcher got it. So, Kevin, I have a little conspiracy for you oh and boy. you, Methy. So, the first two winners of the season both got their first career win, right? Yes. Yes. Third w- winner of the season got their second career win. So, I am betting as a betting man that we will see Another driver get their second career win, and so on, so forth. So, who's who's in the running? Let's let's think. So, so let's Bell. let's go through it. So Christopher Bell obviously now has mm-hmm. one career win, so he could be in that position. McDowell, um, Chris Busher is another driver. McDowell okay. is one. Yeah, Busher has a win. I know he could get oh. a second career win. Yes. Oh, we talk about second. Oh, we talking about yeah, a third. Win. Okay, second career win. I missed that um, part. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Um, Chastain does not have one. Somebody, oh, Custer is Ooh, another one. Okay. Um, so keep that in mind. Uh, so those are some guys I could look at to maybe keep this conspiracy going. But I mean, I got my little tinfoil hat. Like I'm, I'm looking to see what's going on here. But uh, you know, just maybe I might be giving my picks away a little too early here. But okay. I mean, tough news for guys with no wins this season. I guess the window is closed. So GGs to guys like Daniel Suarez, Matt Benedetto, who, by the way, is having a stinker of a season. It's, um, it's ugly. Oh, man. Just, James uh, Davison is beating to Benedetto in points. Man, I don't even want to talk about that. Joey Gase. Balicki. Yeah. Alfredo. The, uh, I think it was after on the, the post-race show or whatever, Jamie McMurray was talking, and he was like, Matt Benedetto is on pace to pass me in points in Sonoma. <laughs> yeah, and that was like, tough. uh, that's tough. Yeah, right, and it's not I even mean, like it's not. Ba- I'm, did, I mean, Daytona was bad luck, but like, I mean, yeah, 
this, I mean, the road course, we expect him to do good on the road courses. I, guess I expect him to at least back. finish top 20. I don't know about yeah. good. But. And then this season, I mean, he's in a Penske car, so you assume guaranteed top 20. But no, I mean, 28th. Just eh. Yeah, I mean, it's not really his fault. I mean, look at the other Penske cars. Logano finished in 25th. Absolutely non-factor after the first stage. Yeah. Ryan Blaney finished in 29th. Like, you can and, blame and, and the Eric Fords, Almirola I mean, thinking he was clear for that. The four, yeah, the Fords just were not very good, honestly. Like Almirola finishing thirtieth, like I, I Custer twenty third, and honestly, Chris Busher looked like the fastest Ford. Yeah, <laughs> like Busher and McDowell were the two fastest Fords out there, pretty much for and Harvick. Sorry, Harvick's just on another level. Let's be real. Uh, but I mean, even look at Chase Briscoe. He obviously had some issues, but I mean. Like that car was behind guys like Cody Ware and yeah. Garrett Smithley. He did drive up to a 17th place, fin- or I'm sorry, no, he got a 19- 18th place finish. Apologies. So, respectively, I mean, he did get his shit together later on. I think that some of these cars were just tuned better for daytime. And as soon as the track temp went down, they just probably were loose as all hell. Honestly. I do notice that Penske has kind of trended that way. Like, whenever they have an off weekend, it's all their cars. And oh, I don't yeah, know. No, they, like, they've been doing that for the last couple of years. And, like, I'm glad they they don't do it much because races are better when there's more competitive um, cars, obviously. But, like, yeah. a weekend like this, you're just kind of scratching your head. And I know they both <laughs> tried that alternative strategy in the final stage. Which I, wanted, I do want to talk about. So, last run went 60 um, laps green. Yeah, 60 and laps. Kurt Busch had to pit um, 20 laps in out of the run just because he had a tire going down. He ended up rallying to eighth place, which is a yeah. phenomenal drive. He literally, like, I, like a, a, an entire lap uh, just in those final 40 laps made up on me, time. Sorry. And then, uh, but, yeah, Blaney, or not Blaney, Blaney was already out because of Balmarella. Um, Logano and Kozlowski both tried that strategy, and, I mean, they, it did not work out for them. They got 17th, 16th for Kozlowski and 25th for Logano. Yeah, um, I mean, dude, Kurt Busch, once again, just keeps finding himself yeah. near the top when, uh, when disaster strikes. I mean, dude, he's this year's Denny Hamlin. When disaster mm-hmm. strikes, he makes the most of it, so good on yeah. him. Hey, I do love a race, though, that does come down strategy, and I was curious to see if anyone was going to probably run out of fuel or maybe not uh, calculate their their tires or their fuel consumption properly. But honestly, I mean, it was fun watching a guy like Tyler Reddick on fresher tires, make that run at the end. It was, honestly almost worked fresher out. Tires. It was just raw drive, dude. He's going to win a race there eventually. But I mean, we said about Larson, so we'll see. Yeah, we did. We're still, we're on your, we eight. need more I'm tracks where they can rip the top. It's a shame that we had one. It was really fun and really cool. Yeah. And they don't have it anymore. It's crazy. Right, Matthew? I knew it. What's what track? What track? <laughs> yeah, man. Never heard Kentucky. of it. Kentucky. Yeah, uh, dude, yeah, okay. Remember when they used to rip the top in Kentucky? It was crazy. <laughs> Said no one ever. Right. Uh, before we move on real quick, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Daniel Suarez. Um, I guess. Is this a home track for the, that track house since Pitbull's a part owner? Sure. 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 Yeah, yeah, dude. Top 15. <laughs> I think this is their best finish as a team, so... Mm-hmm. Dude, I I car looked awesome again, so I'm happy to see Trackhouse and Daniel Suarez doing, it, especially after last season for Suarez. Yeah. Like, this is nice. Uh, good performance for Stenhouse. He felt like he was in. The, I felt like he was in the top ten like most of that day. So I mean, good on him for a 13th place finish. Austin Dillon, 
casually doing Austin Dillon things. And you mentioned Ryan Newman, a top 10 for those guys. Like, they, like Roush, you did not expect to do well at mile and a half. So great to see some speed out of both those cars and McDowell. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on to the Xfinity Series, which is probably the best weekend or best race of the weekend. Mm-hmm. We had, what would you even describe that race, man? I mean, we had man. so many topsy-turvy moments and none bigger. And it's been dominating social media this week. Noah Gregson versus Carl. The world. I was going to say Noah Gregson versus "quote unquote" dipshits, but what is what is your opinion on the situation? So, for those at home, Noah Gregson three laps to go, absolutely dom- dominating the races. He's dunking. Carl man. Long, who he was about to lap, which was who, who was on the lead lap in twelfth place. Yes, thank you. Um, is it Carl Long Motorsports? It was a Carl Long car, which is unbelievably running in twelfth on yeah. the lead lap. So, literally one of the best runs for that team. Uh, cords a tire going into turn three. Noah has nowhere to go. Runs into the back of him. Costs him the race. I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. Oops. So, <laughs> yeah, that's just an unfortunate racing circumstance. Now, however, Noah Gregson once again decides to, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know my opinion on Noah. He just decided to kind of continue this trend of being kind of a prick, I guess. I mean, I get it. It's his personality, I guess. But I mean, like, he was acting like, da- and he continued to act like David Starr did it on purpose, as if there's some kind of beef that he's not telling us about. Mm-hmm. That, like, I mean, like, I don't know in what world a guy like David Starr, who's like almost fifty, has not had a top ten run since like the Bush administration. <laughs> I mean, like, what, like, what do you think he's doing there? That's like, so good, Matthew. Like, I don't even know, man. Like, I, I get it that he was heated in the moment, but he kept just going on and on about, like, we courted a tire in stage one. Like, I don't know, man. I get it. Like, I feel bad for Noah. He, he has been the best driver there three races in a row and not mm. one race. It happens, though. Like, the best thing you can do is, like, I'm going to my home track next week, and I'm going to mop the floor with these Muppets or something like that. Like That's, that's fantastic. Like, Matthew, I don't what know. are your thoughts? I don't – only because you asked. <laughs> and I, I realize the fact that nobody wants to hear my opinion, cares no, about my opinion. And I really don't feel like defending my opinion or arguing about people about with, with different opinions. But flat out, I don't like Noah Gregson. I don't – know where he came from but i don't believe that boy has ever worked on a car himself if mm-hmm. he has it's been very minor i don't think he knows i think he's a lot like tom cruise in uh, days of thunder i don't know what tight is i don't know what loose is just fix it and i'll drive it the kid's a good driver he's talented he's got the natural ability i'll give him that put him in a piece of shit car and i don't think he'll know what to do with it he's been handed everything He's mm-hmm. ungrateful for everything he's been handed. And if anybody gets in his way, he it's a personal attack. Oh, he wrecked me on purpose. Like, do, you, you don't think that maybe somebody else is trying to run their own race? They're David Starr, Carl Longcar, 12th place, lead lap finish, three laps to go. He's racing. He wants that lead lap finish. He gave him room. Something happened. Came up the track in front of him. What the hell were you doing going that deep on the outside around a lapped car with two laps to go? It, you back it down. He's he was stupid about exactly. it. Exactly. He was stupid about it. He was arrogant about it, and it bit him in the ass. And I couldn't have been happier to see it happen to somebody somebody like him. 
Wow. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Matthew, I can, tell you, I can tell you exactly where he came from. He's from Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, yeah, no, I, I agree with Matthew. Like, what the hell are you doing with an, an increasing eight-second lead, by the way? Like, running that hard. And I, I was talking to our good friend Nathan about it. And he's like, it's a consistency thing. And I, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, it's a, it's a mental thing for him. But, like, how much of, like, like... You know that you have a lead. You're, I guarantee you his crew chief or spotter or someone is saying, hey, like we gained a lot of time on, who was it, Reddick or was it? I think. Excuse me. Was it? Yeah, it was Reddick because yeah. Moffat blew a tire, which, oh, God, you know how much better that would have been if that wreck happened with Moffat not courting his tire? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's a short, short story about when I was still racing. There was, it didn't happen to me. There was a guy at a short track, quarter mile. He spun himself out in between three and four. Just nice little innocent spin in practice. Stopped up high, three and four. Caution comes out. Everybody slows down. People are going low. People are going low. Out of nowhere, this dude who was in the middle of one and two when he spun just comes flat out into three and blasts him in the door, tore the back half of his car all up. The guy gets out of the car. He wants to fight him, kick his ass. Just rightfully so, right? He got stopped by a big dude who says, that wreck was your fault. He goes, how is it my fault? I was stopped on a track. You got on a track at the same time with a known idiot. That's <laughs> on you. You knew that that was a chance. Anytime you unload the car and get on a track, you know something stupid can happen. And it usually will happen. Noah put himself in a position to allow that to happen. That is on him 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I would not put that on anyone else but noah just driving recklessly in my opinion just take it easy man like you gotta lead you're like you know dumb shit keeps happening and the caution probably would have come out for david start hitting the wall as freaking hard as he did like that was a mm-hmm. hard hit he took yeah um and i just want to say like personally i met david star last year at um the daytona uh, uh expanding i almost said bush series. jesus i'm so exhausted and he came right up to me like, asked me what my name is, and asked me, do you want to take a picture with the car? And I was like, of course I do. I love, like, I, dude, me and you, Kevin, we understand. Whataburger slaps. Yeah. Like, doesn't even slap, slaps. It's good. Some extra syllables in there. Oh, my yep. Like, dude, I am a huge honey butter chicken biscuit fan. I used to live right across the street from a Whataburger twice in Tallahassee. So I know all about those late night eats. So I am, and David could not have been a nicer guy, like, Honestly, my entire Daytona weekend was amplified by David Starr, whether he knew it or not. So I am a big, big fan of him just speaking and on yeah a, a kmart brand joey logano using deals <laughs> it's all i got it's say. like ordering kyle bush off a wish oh no wow oh wow. but kyle bush i mean he he can dish it out 
like he doesn't know what to do if it comes back at him. He just goes in a fight or flight. My thoughts on the Anyways. issue is you know you crossed a line when Mike Joy has to go on Twitter <laughs> and say oh. something. And oh I mean he I, woke I don't up think and I've chose seen... violence. He really did though. I don't think I've ever seen Mike Joy go at a driver like that. And I have no problem with a daddy's cash driver. Those are always going to exist since, and that's existed since the dawn of racing. I mean, we're we're Brandon Jones fans, but we are a fan of him because he's a nice guy, but also knows his place. Yeah. He's a good driver. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't help being well funded. Like, if you're born that way, good for it. Where did I hear this story that, like, and this might be something made up, so Matthew, you can quote me on this if I'm wrong, but apparently, like, when Davey Allison wanted to start driving, like, he had to work in his dad's shop, Bobby, for, like, a long time, work his way up, learn all the things about what it took to put a car together before Bobby put him in a car. It, it, like, that's, is that true, or is that just some kind of, like... If Mike Joy said it, I believe it. <laughs> Listen, I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, it, it feels like there are drivers who do come for money that do at least understand you know, how things work and everything. And there's always going to be drivers like that. I mean, at the end of the day, there's good ones. Like we said, Brandon Jones. Honestly, like, Will Byron is a, is a daddy's cash guy, but also, like, kind of likable, I guess. I, I mean, Billy Scoots is my guy, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, there's guys that work their, work their absolute literal asses off, like, like our friend Ryan Vargas and, and drivers like that. Like, I mean come from literally just nothing and, and working their way through it. And like, you got to respect that grind from those guys. And it makes like these drivers that act so entitled, like even less likable in my opinion, especially when you know the story of the drivers that are working their ass, like Chastain, for example, I mean, Chastain doesn't come from like rags, but I mean, still just had to keep working for a chance constantly. Nothing was given to him. Exactly. You know, and it, it's nice to see some of those drivers get their chances. Like now he's in freaking Cup Series in forty two, and Alex's sleeper pick. But anyways, um, <laughs> we we need to we do need to talk about the actual uh, winner of the race. And congratulations to Myatt Snyder, yes, um, on his first career win. Um, you know that's awesome for him, uh, and what a place to get it at at Homestead. You know, yeah, that's I mean, a cool track to win. I, by the way, that trophy. <laughs> I had Brad, our good friend Brad Perez um, sent me a picture of that trophy sitting on Myatt's couch because they're, they're um, old roommates and shit. Like, that is an intimidating trophy. And when it just sits out there, it's, it's even more intimidating. I would flex that so hard if I was in that situation. So good on Myatt. <laughs> I'm going to just say that ain't, that ain't the last one he's getting this year. And he, I, he, he's roommates yeah. with uh, Vargas, too, who's competing yes. in the Xfinity Series. Talk motivation about motivation for Ryan. Lex, yeah, right, yeah. yeah and, uh, real quick, I, Mike Joy. Mike Joy said it's high time a few of these privileged kids, powered by Daddy's pile of cash, realize this whole sport doesn't exist just to make their dreams come true. I I read that in Mike Joy's voice, and oh. I just hear him saying "powered by Daddy's cash" like it's like you know sponsored by credit one bank or something (laughs) powered by daddy's cash noah gregson powered by daddy's cash is wrecked again i really hope that mike joy just kind of roasts him on air i know he won't like i can't dude speak speaking of uh talladega since they're not doing qualifying if if owners points and whatever i think i read someplace uh let me find it real quick here it is that if 
Carl Long decides to enter the 66 car in Talladega, he would get a starting spot over the 62 driven by Noah Gregson. Oh, you mean for oh, Cup Series? Yeah, for Cup Series. In Cup Series. If I'm Carl Long, I am not just I am not just Tom Petty that weekend. I am Richard the motherfucking King Petty levels of pettiness <laughs> that weekend. Just straight up, nope, not today, Noah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You you called my car driver a dipshit? You, who's the dipshit not racing this weekend? Let it be known, I hate charters, but in that case scenario, no I'll be fine with it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> because think that's it's a hilarious. charter. I don't think they're a charter team. I think that would be a... Uh, Previous year provisional, or oh, even better, even better, or something, and still get that. Yeah. So I, if I was if I was Carl along, here's the thing though: would I start the car and park it just so Noah can't do it, a... or would I say, "No, I'm not going to race. Go have at it, Noah. Tear up another car with your Ooh. cocky powered by Daddy Cash." Run. The problem Ooh. is, I actually don't hate Brendan Gaughan. <laughs> Brendan Gaughan's <laughs> also a Daddy's Cash driver too, so but he's not he a just, dick. Who's not a dick? Yeah, Brennan Gaughan's not respect, really a dick. He's actually that's Brennan Gaughan. I respect the hell out of that man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually has a personality, whereas Noah Gragson's personality is just being a dick and creepy to women on in DMs. But anyways, anyways, so we had a uh, speaking of our um, Xfinity race, another solid P two for our boy. Brandon Jones, nice for him to have a, a really Where the hell did run. he come from? He yeah, second? once again, the most clutch yep. driver at the end of a race. I thought he was honestly going to win this race. Yeah. Like, just, like, I've seen this story too many times. Brandon Jones restarting in the top five with a two-lap dash. Oh, boy. I'm be honest, as, 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 like, as good of a restart Myatt had on that second one, I don't think he should have been in the lead after the first overtime restart. Like, when AJ had that spin, I think I know they go back to like previous timing loop in that situation, but if they went by actual camera, like he would have been third yeah. or something. He had a horrible yeah, first restart, but I can hear Bill Weber rules screaming, rules. "Going, they're going back to the previous scoring loop." Exactly. Yeah. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, right. Myatt, shout out. Brett Moffat was P two, not Brett Moffat. Um, Tyler Reddick was P two in our motorsports. By the way, had a fantastic weekend. Yeah, um, and before I forget, I just want to say it now because I was going to say it rounding out the field. They just straight up bought points. And now both. <laughs> yeah, what a fucking flex to say. <laughs> I am buying your points. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we're shitting on daddy's cash, for, but like for a second, just for the fact of our motorsports, like just straight up bought points. for the, And now they're in this season with the 02 and the 23, which is fantastic to see. Um, so good on them, man. That's great. Um, JJ Yaley. Real quick, yes. JJ Yaley finished in 12th. Oh. Jeremy Clements with ninth. Josh Berry shouts out top 10. Is that his first career top 10? It is, in his second career start. Dude, hell yeah. We we love to see Josh Berry do well. on the, It's not his second career start. He's got nine. Does he, he actually has top 10. Yeah, he so raced yeah, a couple, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah, years Matthew, ago. Get out of here. Did he? He did. My yeah, mistake. I, think this I is, apologize. He might have had one at Richmond, I feel like, when um, in 2016. Oh, he did. He did two in 14, one in Iowa. 15. Yep. Iowa, Finished 12th, 9th in Iowa. Okay. Uh, he did one for Obai, Obai, Obeke, Obakai. Obakai. Yeah, my Ob- favorite. Ob- Marvel Obai Bo. Ob- Obakai. Obai Bikibai. Oh, wait. And then he did one at uh, Kansas for Next Gen Motorsports, number 55. 
Well, now he's with JRM, so these top tens are expected almost. Well, he, uh, got two, um, he got two top tens with JRM previously at Richmond I, and Iowa. I have nothing else really to add to this other than just congrats to Myatt, man. We love to see it. Yeah, I mean, uh, one boy. other thing. So the whole best season ever that we're going on, it has not been the best season ever for JRM. They have been struggling yeah. this year. Well, so they've far. had so some best car paint schemes ever. So. This is true. So hopefully they get back on a, uh, a winning streak in Vegas, which I feel like is a good transition to say that we are back with all three series in Vegas uh, this upcoming weekend. And I think we here on Left Turns and Loud Noises are probably most excited for the truck series race. The Not Camping for, World you know, Truck Series, presented but, yeah. by presented by Camping World Truck Series, sponsored by Camping World Truck Series. Is it over or under twenty percent of the cars that are going to be sponsored in the same Camping World livery? Insane! I am so excited to watch that. I bet the spotters aren't though. No, I know. Oh yeah, the, they're uh, gonna have a terrible time. Isn't your your photography buddy Dale on? What's his name? Dalen. Yeah. Bar. Oh yeah. yeah, no. He said he's he said straight up like if he sees a camping world car snap, like just take pictures of everyone. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He's he, not sure he tweeted out which, six yeah. six different teams um are working with him this weekend to get pictures, and yeah, at, at that point, just take every camping world picture you can. Yeah, is so... this you? No. Is this one you? Yes. Okay, I'll take that one. Is this one right. you? No. <laughs> There's 40 trucks in the field this week, and I was correct, by the way, when I was talking about how many uh, Xfinity cars were in the field last week. So, um, no one's failed to qualify. Um, I will say this. Jesse Jordan Lowe Anderson is... failed to qualify. Oh, well, no, not it, not for... Okay, whatever. Jesse Awuji is coming back this weekend to reprise his role as the car that absolutely slammed the pit road wall last time he was here. So I was going to say that was Vegas. Interesting. That was Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Parker Cleveland also back in the Lift. Lift. All I know He's not is listening. forty Brett car field. Hol- oh, Brett Holmes is in the thirty-eight. Ooh. Or no, I'm sorry, in the thirty-two, starting in thirty-eight. I think this is, might be his truck debut. Yeah, I know him from ARCA. He's been doing he, a lot for GMS. Fun fact: yeah, He's he never went to started. Auburn. He went to Auburn, um, nice. and I will be in Auburn next weekend, so I will Dude. be rooting for Brett Holmes this weekend. Dude, get a Brett Holmes shirt. He's got yeah. two career ARCA wins. One career ARCA win. Can we talk about something I'm excited about for the Xfinity yeah, Series race? Excited? Oh, expanding. The Doge car's coming back. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Doge car part two. What are we calling it? Is it? What do you want to call it, Matthew? I, I really like Doge car the next generation because okay. it's, you know, Phil Parsons owned the first Doge car. Oh. Stefan Parsons is driving Aww. the second Doge car. It's literally two <laughs> oh, that's generations. That's actually literal next gen- next generation. That's really crap. cool. I was just going to say, like, okay, if we memed it, we could do, like, Doge car to electric boogaloo, or personally my favorite, Doge car, a tail of two doggos. And the two is a two, and a tail is spelt like a wagging tail. That's Fuck like a you direct, guys too. That's like a direct <laughs> to DVD. No, that's like direct VHS movie sequel. Yeah, that's literally the Garfield tale of two kitties. Yeah, I was going to say, showing, Matthew, you're clearly not showing your daughter good good film. Obviously. I was going to ask what a VHS was, but I didn't want to date y'all too much. I know what I a VHS dated myself. Is. It's, it's like fine. a Betamax. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we have all three series in Vegas this weekend: um, Trucks Friday night, Xfinity Saturday afternoon, and then Cup Series three thirty. I want to say, 
And boys, I I think we should just get into picks. Do it. Let's do it. Sure. I do want to say one thing. Santino Ferrucci also racing again this weekend. Also did not wreck somehow last week, but did absolutely use <laughs> up the, the wall a couple of times. He hit the wall a lot of times, and he used up all of Ryan Vargas's bumper apparently. But you know, yeah, not he was using up a lot of people's bumper. He was like brakes. Never heard of her. All right. uh, okay. So I got. Did any of us win last week? Did any of us pick Will Byron? I don't think any of us did. Nobody yeah. picked Will Byron no, anywhere. No one. No one has Will Byron on this list. But uh, I did pretty well. I oh, had Chris Buescher as my dark horse. I almost won that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, until he finished 17th. Yeah, 19th. Get it right. Put some respect That's on his name. Less points for you. That's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Actually not. So uh, I was in the same tier. It's Yeah, it's the same yeah. system as a lot. What, you want me to change it right now? No, no. No, I can change it. No, we'll rig get... the points once again, Anthony. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, 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 Well, maybe get good at your picks. I don't know. Hey, All right, I'm gonna start. No, you know, because you, know what, you Kevin, said that. You can go first since you yeah. think that you're being like, you know, I'm gonna go unfairly. first. I'm gonna go. I, I think you alluded to him being um, Alex's sleeper, but sure. I don't think Ross Chastain is sleeper territory. I would put him in dark horse territory. <sighs> Fine, only because that 42 stunk with Kenseth in it. That's Chastain has not shown any reason to pick him. And exactly. he did terrible here. Well, actually, no. He was running top 12 in the sixth car here last year and then spun, quote-unquote, spun. Mm-hmm. Well, he did spin, but <laughs> he, he technically, it's, it's no. Matthew, your dark horse? Why am I getting skipped here? Because Coming I have up the from power of this episode. 34th in points, Matt DiBenedetto. Yeah, Damn, I mean, he's gone right back down to dark horse territory. It's crazy. Two, what, he finished second in both races here last year? Yes. Yeah, he's going to he need did. a good run. Good pick, though. Great pick. Okay, he's, well. He's going to suck now. I'm sorry, man. I'm just going to say, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say uh, that Alex picked Ryan Priest for his dark horse. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to stick with my guns and go Chris Buescher two weeks in a row. He started sorry. top 12. There was a lot of speed from that car, um, so I am just going to go with that's, it. Fuck that's it. a good dark horse pick. Hell yeah. All, All right. Okay. My sleeper is the guy who probably would have won this race last year had Ross Chastain not spun out um, with like six to go. He, he, he had good speed last week, especially at the end. I'm going to go with Alex Bowman. Bowman. Yeah, that was probably going to be my pick too. Mine too. Well, I mean, I mean, we can all might. pick them. There's you, no rules. You're allowed that. to pick. Yeah, you're allowed yeah. to pick them if you want. Let's see what Lame. Matthew does here. <laughs> is uh, Billy B considered a sleeper now that he's won, or is he yeah, up in the favorite yeah. territory? No, you can pick anyone as a sleeper. It's just they're not going to score you as many points. Oh, in that case, Will and Byron. All right, Billy pick. Scoots. And MTU, I will keep calling Mr. Billy Dietrich. Scoots until we agree. That's his nickname. I actually wrote it down as Billy Scoots. Fuck, that might screw me up later down the road. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, shit. I can't remember if he was good here or not in Xfinity, but he's starting third, so give me Christopher Bell. It's a good pick. Christopher also, Bell is pretty um, much good everywhere. Alex, Alex did not pick Kyle Larson for the first time this season. Um, Alex's sleeper is Ross Chastain. So uh, Alex, I, I'm excited to see what Chastain not being does on the week. podcast does not realize 
that we are putting Chastain in Dark Horse territory, but I'm not going to tell him. That's what he gets for not coming on. Anyway, I mean, my favorite. Yeah, it sucks. He's, he's a dad. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Right. My favorite for this weekend, everything inside me is telling me to put Joey Logano just because it's Pennzoil 400, and I'm pretty sure he's two for two since that became the title sponsor with the Pennzoil paint scheme. But Kevin Harvick is just too attractive of a pick starting on first, and I'm going to have to go with Kevin Harvick once again. Literally took the two of my three picks. What are you going to do about it? Maybe I should have been allowed to pick first. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't have gaslighted me. Anthony, uh, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer because it's methy. I'm aware. (laughs) Thanks. I'm going to go with what you said about the two for two, Pennzoil 400, Pennzoil sponsorship, Mr. Joey Logano. Nice. Nice. The speed last week scared me to shy away from Penske this week. I wanted to put Blaney as my uh, sleeper, but just in case. Anyways, Anthony, round us out here. Well, Alex also picked Kevin Harvick, so it'd be just dumb for me to pick Kevin Harvick at this point. I'm not going to score any points if he, if he does win. I'll just be tied with you morons. Um, Thank you. Yes, Kevin Moron. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, So, honestly... I know this is a this is probably a bad pick, honestly, but he did win here in the fall, and it is his home track, and he's guaranteed one win a season, and I would hate for him to do it right now, but for the sake of I need thirty five points, car, uh, <laughs> Kurt Busch. Sorry, that that was like a minute to get out of my mouth. I mean, honestly, he's probably showed over the three weekends the most consistent speed out of any car. Yeah, he's so starting fifth also, and that's I'm going to be praying for a stage one, um, either like just speeding on pit road or just a, <laughs> a, a half spin or something. Not something to piss damage. him off. Yeah, something to piss him off and make him race like uh, Alexander Rossi at Indianapolis. So fair, fair. you know, just. All right, so cool. Well, that we was, got our picks. Um, that's actually a good field. Um, okay. I would. Oh, Kevin, what do you want to say? I was going to say that's. I have a really good transition plan for for IndyCar and Indianapolis, but all you. What's your thing? Well, I was going to do supercars. Oh, okay. Yeah, have, I, oh yes, up. tell us about your uh, yeah. supercar experience. Well, I, I had a thing I was going to say. Well, you wrecked it now. Right, you can, well, you I, can oh, lead it. Oh, crazy, Methy. You know I can edit the podcast, right? You just I mean, went straight Gregson. You went straight Gregson on that one. I'm the only person who edits this podcast. You he don't want it. me to edit it. I promise you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll just mute all my funny parts, which means he'll mute nothing. I was Anyways. about to say. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oi, mates. I went to the land down under this weekend, and I watched... Stop. Things. Stop. No. <laughs> I can't I let you do so that. I so hard no. on that. Yeah, work harder, because it sucks. You you want me to say what I'm going to say? I'm going to say it. Say I don't it. care that you I'm hurt your say elbow. It. Or broke your elbow. Whatever. Anyways, I'm going to mute that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just... Yeah, don't get cancelled. Don't get cancelled. I know in I context get, it's I funny. I will not get cancelled for saying... More editing for you. It's fine. Yeah, more e- Oh, I've already proceeded. Um, so listen, I bought Superview um with a couple friends, Kevin being one of them. Um, and uh, dude, I did not realize how many freaking races they have in a weekend. The Saturday race was an eight-hour stream. Oh, yeah. Did you watch any of it, Kevin? So Friday, my dad was in town, so I didn't get a chance for the Friday race. I did see race. that. Y'all went and to Gordo's. We did. That. And then Saturday, I was busy all day, unfortunately. 
So, dude, they have so many freaking races. Like, I'm talking, like, they have, like, a spec Miata called Spec Toyota. Or, no, it's called Toyota 86s, I want to say. And they have, like... like oh, the dude, Subarus. It's, no, it's it's Toyotas, dude. They're, They're Subarus. They're Subarus, whatever. The Subaru BRZ, Toyota 86, Scion FRS. They're Subarus. I love it, man. <laughs> I freaking love supercars. Like, I am a... I don't know any of the drivers still. Um, and I think shouts out, oh, is it SVG is his name? I don't remember. I, I didn't actually watch the supercar races, to be honest with you. I watched part of them. So the first one was weird because, like, the two leaders of the race, like, ended up blowing their engines immediately. Ooh. And I, I heard the announcer say, oh, this is a prototypical Mount Panorama race. And I'm like, I don't really know what is prototypical. They're pitting every four laps, it feels like. There's a lot going on there. These prelim races are probably what I'm going to be watching more of. They are fucking tense, man. Like, I loved it. I don't know what other tracks they go to for the rest of the season, but I'm going to watch every single one. I'm mad hype. I'm glad I was able to spend the money on this thing to actually watch new motorsport. So, I just want to I've always these. been interested in supercars just because I've heard it's like... What what it is over there now is a lot like how NASCAR felt in the nineties. Apparently, okay. His um, name is Shane Van Gisbergen. Okay, but yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to follow it along this year. Need to find a favorite uh, driver and team. So for our one Australian listener, if you have any any recommendations, please send it our way. Oh, he Anybody else listening? Um, there was an ARCA driver, former ARCA driver. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, oh man, I have to look up his name real quick. But uh, yeah, I I wish I like I promise you guys if you just like need racing fix, obviously we have everything back now. But like those prelims are insane, and those cars <laughs> are sick looking. Honestly, like I oh, man, I I'm hoping that the remainder of the races they have like like because I know I've seen tracks for the supercars where they actually can go side by side for the most part. Mount Panorama is very beautiful, but like for the most part, they're pretty much it's like maintain your position, and then when you are in the world's longest straightaway, try and pass there. That's pretty much what I got out of it. So this was not the Bathurst one thousand, correct? No, I don't even know if they're having the Bathurst one thousand. I think that they just split into two different races, which are four different races. Um, okay, it's really weird. Also, apparently, this is called a street course. Bathurst. Yeah, Bathurst is apparently, according to Racing Reference, a street course. St. Pete looking a little different, apparently. Yeah, St. Pete really <laughs> do. Yeah, well, St. Pete just built different, so. Yeah. Anyways, Kevin. That's a, yeah, I was trying about. to go for a transition right there. So, yeah, yeah, speaking yeah, of St. Pete and uh, IndyCar, we finally have start times this year for all the IndyCar races, and we need to give a just round of applause, boys, because yeah, IndyCar. Yeah, for this one. Gets the American motorsport fan in terms of not waiting until three o'clock to run a East Coast race. I mean, you look at the start times, Anthony and me. So I graduate the 24th in Tallahassee. I'm driving literally as soon as I walk the stage, I am walking to my car to drive home so I can see the now noon start time race for the St. Pete Grand Prix, which is going to be fantastic. The Indy 500 is going to start around noon as it should. We have That's how many other noon starts? One, two, three, four, five. So we have seven noon-ish starts <laughs> this year. <laughs> we have 
Texas is is an interesting start time. You tell me five p.m. Yeah, so for their their doubleheader, they have their first race Saturday night at seven, and then their second race Sunday at five. Which it, I I don't know if I've ever seen a five p.m. start for a race. Like I don't. Xfinity literally just did that last weekend. He didn't see it. He was busy all day Saturday. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah Thank yeah. you. I needed some defense right there. <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming the season where Kevin's wrong. That's, I that's, I was talking about for premier how the series. Anyways. Have anyways, oh, anyways. Whoa, did you just say that IndyCar is not a premier series? Or no, that's Xfinity what I'm saying. Is it is Xfinity okay. is not okay. Just just yeah, making yeah, sure. No, he didn't yeah. say Formula sure. E. So uh, no. Oh, speaking. Did we talk? Was Formula E this past? We'll weekend? get to that. We'll get to okay. that. We, we're gonna round out the field. Okay. So, anyways, shout out IndyCar on your schedule making. It is beautiful. Can't wait. All right, Anthony, lead us into the Formula E thing because this it's is just not, insane. It's not a motorsport. Don't watch it. I'm kidding. No. Well, <laughs> I don't. I dude. I didn't watch it. I saw but, two highlights. But the storyline. Someone went neither good. That race. Yeah, it's a it's a good series. I will say. I just like clowning on it because someone posted on Twitter like, "If you have to remove one series from these four, which one would yeah. you pick?" It was like F one, WEC, um, Formula E, and IndyCar. And I was like, "Well, like, yeah, Formula E. Formula E is literally right there. Just like no one cares." <laughs> but like it's actually pretty good. Like I it's will say, there are good be drivers. The future in. of motorsports. It, it, it will be the future of motorsports by the time I'm forty. Well, shut up. That's in two years from me. You said it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so they raced at a place called I'm not gonna Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it's Saudi Arabia. I can't pronounce the city because I will accidentally call it diarrhea. But uh, basically. So, congratulations to Sam Bird on winning. By the way, he traces a Jaguar that looks like the Mercedes, the black uh, Patronus Mercedes. It's fucking sexy. Oh, no, that yeah. says Jaguar on it. It looks good. Um, I don't know any of these drivers. <laughs> but the, Actually, the big no, storyline. I know DaCosta. The big storyline from that weekend, and this is something that the entire world of motorsport needs to keep an eye on, is during one of the races, the literal... Saudi Defense Force intercepted a missile over the racetrack. Yeah, that, oh shit, I do remember seeing that, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought oh, you were alluding to. That's what, no. There, there was two storylines, you're right. The one where the car was like spinning out, and you're like, oh, that's not so bad of a ride. I forget? And then this car just comes in through the camera upside down, scratching yeah. at 100 miles an hour. It's like, oh, oh. that's not good. Yeah, but yeah, was then really later there was there. missiles. Yeah, Ooh, but that, missiles going off. That, what? Like, that's insane. And you got to think about it for later on in the year. F1 is racing in Saudi Arabia this year. Yeah, that... I'm hoping the FIA is thinking about what just happened there because obviously Formula E, like, no offense to it. Like, obviously, I'm taking a fat dump on it right now, but like, it, <laughs> it's not the premier series. And yeah. for that to happen there, can you imagine like the, the shitstorm that would happen if that happened during an F1 race? Dude, like, you're you can't putting... have that. That's hundreds of thousands of people's lives at stake. I mean, if, exactly. if you have a missile, like a single missile for an FE race, imagine all the publicity it was and two all missiles. the wow, even worse. Yeah, all exactly. the publicity and everything for a Formula One race, and you know every figurehead in Saudi Arabia is going to be there because obviously you want to. And like, okay, I will say Saudi Arabia has been very clear in saying it's a long-term project because they want. You know, for people to have a better thought about the country as a whole. And that's why they're investing so much in entertainment. They, you know, anyways, 
Uh, that's a whole geopolitical discussion for another yeah, time. Exactly off the podcast, but yeah, it's it's that's going to be a very yeah. interesting decision for the FIA and Formula One to have to. I make mean, I will say this though: the the missile defense system did its job, and I've seen this thing in works many times. There was a couple years ago, I think, that in Israel there was um some kind of an attack, and I watched those like um, defense missiles do its thing, and they they absolutely work clearly. The oh, fact that we're having lives. to talk about defense missiles. For I know the racing. Fact we have to even talk about that is yeah. insane. It's horrible. I feel so old right now because of this conversation about Riyadh, the cap the south 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 Saudi Arabia. Arabian city. <laughs> it's like I learned that city's name during the first Gulf War watching CNN. Nineteen ninety one, two ish. And the defense system, it's the Patriot missile the Patriot missile system. I also learned that on CNN during the first Gulf War when they were used to protect against gun missiles launched from Iraq. It's just, I'm so old, it hurts. <laughs> it's okay. Time just don't real. think about how I wasn't born until like seven years after that. Oh, I'm okay. Ugh. Oh, wow. Stoffel Van Dorn races in this series. That's interesting. Good for so him. does um, Sebastian <laughs> Boom. Blimey. All right. Oh, there it is. Besides Formula oh, Nick E, Nick is in this series. I love yeah, Nick he DeVries. won. He won the first. Uh, I think it was like a doubleheader thing. He won the first race. You know, I'm gonna stop talking bad about F. Uh, e. Alrighty. Um, anything else to round out the field, gentlemen? Mm. I'm old. Oh, I don't <laughs> like the MotoGP video game. I know it's completely irrelevant, but I tried playing it. Impossible. I feel like physics with bikes are weird. Just I play Road Rash. No, I, I was. I you have to brake sooner in those things, which I thought their brakes were better. Um, and I just don't understand how more people just don't go flying into oblivion. Like, I feel like you miss a breaking point, you are dead. Yeah, you just go flying into a wall at 150 miles an hour. You those drivers dead. are actually insane. Which props to them because I like I I could say you know I could be an Oscar driver. IndyCar F1 that's stretching it just because of like safety and like I would never be a differential, but like MotoGP stop and not have to worry about your own balance. Yeah, MotoGP absolutely not. I can't even stand up straight without falling over sometimes. There's also so so many like like lower MotoGP series I don't even know about. Moto two, I know there's Moto two, Moto three. There's a they there's a series that races classic Moto cars. I don't know, bikes, whatever. It's bikes are scary. Bikes are scary. I and I mean, you look. I've ridden. They're not that bad. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. I Sorry. Had a, I had a I had a Triumph Speed Triple, nine fifty five three cylinder. I think it was just a torque monster. Wheelies at will. <laughs> um, ha. Huh? Yeah. I Anyways, that means. Oh, um, I have something that. Go for it. Um, I'm going to my first World of Outlaw race on Saturday. Ooh, at East Bay, correct? At East Bay, yeah. It's apparently yeah. their first time bringing sprint cars back there in like 39 years or something. Wow, you're going to have fun there, man. It's a really fun place. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's I don't know what their policy is on who's in, but we're going to find out. I um, would assume that if like you can bring beer into NASCAR races, you can bring... you probably bring a shotgun into... East Bay, dude. Like they, I'm not going to do it that. Was very really shotgunning some beers. <laughs> yes, is what I'm saying. I don't think local tracks are that. a little bit local tracks are a little bit more strict on outside food policy. So I'd look really? into that. Yeah, I'll double check it. Um, I asked some friends who've been to like races in the north. Um, and they're like, for the most part, they don't care. 
But I mean, yeah, I understand because like I thought the same with the IndyCar race. I could bring my own booze in there, and they said nah. Mm. So I, I'll double check it. But I mean, yeah. it just depends how hard I have to go in the parking lot, I guess. Yeah, local tracks um, like that really depend on concession stand concession sales. Yeah, that would make for a, a good part point. of their money. So they're probably not it, it, look into it. But yeah. I know local tracks I mean, down here don't let in outside there. food. They got glizzies. Yeah. I'll buy glizzies there. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> no, no. no. So two things I wanted to mention now in rounding out the field. Um, as 2021 has continued to provide us with this, the most out-of-left-field news, Bill, Rester, Bill Lester will be returning to the truck series uh, for the Atlanta weekend. That's incredible. Yeah. That is you know, so he far out of left field. He lives in Atlanta, that's why. Oh, he's that my friend's sense. neighbor. No way. Yeah, you he's have literally friends? my friend. Yeah, I <laughs> have a friend who, yeah. I have a friend who lives in Atlanta. His family does, and yeah. their neighbors consist of Matt Schaub, uh, the greatest. He was my fantasy football quarterback in 2012. That's incredible. He was <laughs> terrible that year. Uh, Bill Lester and the fucking founder of Zaxby's, who, by the way, has John a helicopter pad on in his backyard. Okay, how rich are your friends? Jesus. So these houses are like my friend's house is two stories from the outside, but when you go in the backyard, it's three stories because they built a basement that comes out and it's like not finished yet. They said, "Yeah, we might put a basketball court down there." And I, I was like, "Why do you live in like why would you <laughs> like I told my friend Chase like, "Why do you live in Florida? Like just go move in with your parents. I would not blame you for that." One. Yeah. Like, can I move in with his parents? I mean, I, dude, <laughs> dude, they are the best. And shouts out the Markhams. Like, they gave me like the best Thanksgiving dinner ever. Like, his dad, has a, has, you know, his dad is a smoker, <laughs> and like he cooked, he smoked up some fresh. I'm talking literally fresh lamb chops. Oof. Like, oh my god, it was the oh. best. Oh. I miss it. I'm so hungry. I need food right now. <laughs> um, we'll end this thing. None of us uh, passed out. Yeah, I'm proud of us. One more thing from rounding out the field. The Cup Series did test this week at Circuit of the Americas. It was really cool to see some stock car um, footage of going around that track. Should be, they said they get up to 185, I want to say, at the end of the long straight, which is like the back straight. They could go faster. I guess. Yeah. All the way down to 30, though. It's yeah, that's the thing. That, that breaking like, NASCAR might be, be like, nuts. oh, high down, high down force, please. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, please yeah. don't. NASCAR, yeah. please do not do high down force on this track. I will literally. Like, if anything, you. If, if you think that's too much of an issue, run the short course instead so you just don't mm. have to worry about that. I would be I honestly, of that. I, I thought about, like, I was a short course. Jeez. I was a short course um, guy at first. I was like, yeah, the, like the race is going to be too long. It'll be ruined by state stages. Mm-hmm. Why do I have hiccups? And honestly, <laughs> after watching the tests, it's like, no, we need the long course. Like that long run on the back straightaway is going to be insane. Yeah, that's going to be fun to watch. So that that's going to so, be a very, very fun weekend. So oh, uh, yeah, I'm looking other forward than that, to it. Anything else to add, boys? That view on the top of that watchtower in Coda is on my bucket list now. I have three things on the bucket list: the pagoda. The condo with the balcony that's in the Fairmont hairpin and that freaking watchtower at Coda. Those are my three racing uh, like bucket list places I will never get to watch a race at. All right, one last thing before we end it. I just realized last night I had a dream and I posted this on the Twitter. Do oh, you weird guys... dreams are back? Yes, we're, we're oh, dreams. Oh, weird we're... dreams are back. Oh, hell so yeah. It's more of like a... 
thing I realized in a dream after I was out of the dream. Do you guys dream with masks no. on? No. No. I, Matthew, like, I you just... don't dream? Hold on, hold on. I want to go back to this. Matthew, you don't dream. I've had my dreams crushed by reality, so I've stopped trying to get oh new ones. Oh my god, I don't know why I asked. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> I walked right into that. I softball. opened the door, said hello, <laughs> saw the pie, and still let it hit me in the face. <laughs> god. All right, Kevin. Um, yeah, I was just gonna say, I've never had a dream with a mask on in it. I just realized that for whatever last night. Anyways, thank you for listening to another episode of Left Turns of Loud Noises. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You probably know where to find us by now. I'm not even gonna have to say the ads. Shout out to our partners at Stadium Scene for once again being a fantastic partner. Uh, if I do indeed get this pick right this weekend, I am looking forward to another quote tweet congratulating me. So thank you for that. And I have been Kevin. I have been Andy. I'm unfortunately old and methy. Thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. Shut yeah, up. fuck off. Uh-huh.